I'm Stacy. I'm Jenny. And this is Learning for Life, a homeschool podcast. We are two homeschoolers who use different methods, curriculum, and strategies to make it all work. Our goal is to help parents teach kids how to develop a lifelong love of learning. Welcome back to another homeschool how-to. In these short episodes, we are going to dive into more details about a very specific topic. I'm Stacy, and I'm going to be chatting with you today about how to answer the question, are you teaching your kids enough? I thought this question would be perfect to put in for this how-to because I know that I have asked myself this question throughout the school years in previous years, and I know that a lot of other homeschoolers ask themselves this very same question. And I think a lot of us can get a lot of that guilt wondering, are we actually doing enough? Are we keeping our kids up to standards? Are we helping them learn the way they're supposed to? Whatever supposed to is supposed to mean. But as you go into this next school year, um, if you haven't already started yet, I want you to just think, a little bit first about this question and what does it look like for you to be able to tell yourself without a doubt, yes, I am teaching my kids enough. Because if you can think about that now ahead of time, I think that's really going to put your best foot forward into this upcoming school year so that you don't have to worry about having that question seep in in, you know, around December when you take a break for Christmas or the holidays or whatever and you start thinking, oh, we're not doing as much learning in December as I would like. Are they still learning enough? So let's just answer this question for ourselves now and know what kind of your goals are and then that way you'll kind of better understand when that question does creep in, you can tell it, yes, I am teaching my kids enough. So the first thing, and this is going to be different for everyone, but the first thing we need to look at is your own personal goals and philosophies and possibly even the method of homeschooling that you have selected and think about what does it look like to be a successful homeschooler. And you could even throw all of your philosophies and methods and everything aside and just think about the basic deep down goal. What are you trying to teach your kids? Are you trying to teach them to memorize all of the facts from a textbook? Are you trying to teach them to be problem solvers? Whatever your goals are, they're going to be your goals. And as long as what you're doing is moving your children closer to those goals, then that's going to allow you to be able to say, yes, I'm moving towards those goals and we're getting there so that you can tell yourself, yes, I'm teaching enough. If you are new to homeschooling and you don't quite know what your goals should be, I mean, you might have, you know, your general goals, but a lot of people start to think, well, what about in here in California in fourth grade? All fourth graders are supposed to learn about California history and your kids in fourth grade and you haven't covered California history yet or you didn't plan on doing that. So some people will look to the standards, which I did talk about those in a previous how-to. So if you want to take a deeper dive into what standards are, how to find them and all of that, definitely go back and check out that how-to. But if you want to be able to use some of the standards as goals, you are more than welcome to do that. You don't have to. But it is an option if you are just starting out and you're not quite sure what you're supposed to be doing. 
But again, are those standards going to help you get to that bigger goal? Your goal of my kid is going to be an avid reader or my kid is going to know everything there is to know about a computer. Or again, whatever these goals are, is what you're teaching moving towards that goal? The third thing you want to look at is if you have chosen a specific method or standard or anything like that, it's important to kind of look at what are the important factors in that method. So for example, if you are a proponent of the Waldorf method, they firmly believe that computer-based learning should be avoided at all costs. So if that is important to you, then you want to make sure that whatever you're implementing into your homeschool is moving your kids more to a less tech environment. So depending on what method you're looking into or what book you're reading about how to homeschool, you may find like in the well-trained mind, they are really literacy focused. So they're encouraging you to introduce books and introduce reading to your kids really early on, where there are other methods and books that would say that you should wait to teach your kids to read and hold back and that if you let them learn too early, there's going to be certain consequences or they won't like it. There's, again, I'm not an expert in every single different type of homeschool method, but whatever you're choosing, you I just want you to know this is why everybody's goal is going to be different depending on what your core beliefs are. Let's talk just a moment about the comparison game. We all do this. I do this. It's really hard for me, especially since I work with other homeschool families. I'm a teacher and I help other homeschool families homeschool their kids. And right now I have a lot of other homeschool families that I'm working with that have kids around the same age as my kids. So it's really easy for me to look at a family and say, oh my gosh, look at how far this kid's writing is. And it's just amazing. And this kid's learning cursive and his cursive is just impeccable. And I haven't even hardly touched cursive with my kids. And it can be really hard to not judge or compare your children to other children. Again, I've been there. I, I do it. I still have to work on this. But then you have to remember that that family is not your family. Those kids are not your kids. And it's okay to look at another family and say, ooh, you know, hashtag goals, like goal family. But you have to remember that that's just one part that you're comparing to. So again, we all know that this is something that we have to work with. But it really, really helps to go back to those goals and say, okay, yes, my kid is not quite there with writing and is not as far along as this other kid, but we are still moving towards our goals. And we are, you know, maybe at that time you're working on some other skill that is taking up more time. So you don't want to add in writing or cursive or anything like that. And it can be really hard for us to remember those things. So if you are thinking, if you have, I'm sure you probably have that kid or that family in your head that you're thinking, oh my goodness, they have it all together or their kids know all this stuff. But just really think about it. Think about, you know, something that you really are proud of, of your family or your homeschooling. And just remember that you have your own strengths as a homeschooler. I also want to note that you know what is best for your child. 
all these goals that I'm talking about that you really need to set aside for yourself and for your family and think about what is important for you to help move your kid forward in their education and to be able to look at your child or multiple children and know, okay, this kid really likes learning this way or this kid just really excels at this subject and you know that about your kids so you know what areas they're they're probably going to flourish in and what areas they will need more assistance in i know it was quite the shocker for me when i was teaching my oldest math and he has that brain that can do math in his head better than i can with my next kid I could see it was just crazy. He was so much more visual. He needed the manipulatives. He needed all he needed it all set out. And that was how he saw math. So they're both going through the same curriculum and I'm able to modify it, but they're both I, I would not say that one is better at math than the other. They just look at it in very different perspectives. And it's the most interesting thing as a parent. I just wanted to let you know that you know your children. And by being able to know what your children need, you can worry a little bit less about those comparison games and worry a little bit less about, you know, are we behind on this standard or not? The last thing I wanted to mention is that I want you to think about a time where maybe you weren't getting as much homeschooling done as you wanted or the learning was not progressing as fast as you were hoping and you asked yourself, am I, am I teaching enough? Am I doing enough? Well, if you've asked yourself that question, then the answer is probably yes. Because if you weren't doing enough, you wouldn't be asking yourself, am I doing enough? You would have been telling yourself, I'm not doing enough. See see the difference there? So if you're ever thinking, am I doing enough? Again, you can go back, look at your goals, look at the progress you're making, but then just be able to tell yourself, yes, I am, because I know what the goals are for our family. I know we're moving forward and I have got this. I really hope that you guys liked this episode. It was a little different than some of my other how-tos, but I really wanted to just right before school starts, let everybody know you have got this. You are going to do great. And if you guys have any questions at all, feel free to reach out to Jenny or I at kidslearningforlife at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and we have all sorts of videos on our YouTube channel that answer a lot of the basic homeschool questions you might have. So I'm wishing you the best homeschool year possible this year and I will see you next time.